Missionary Chats, Episode 1, for Friday, February 12, 2010. Communications Technology and the Missionary. Today on Missionary Chats, I'm talking with Shane Rice. He is the missionary I interviewed for episode number three in November of 2006. Uh, Shane, I wanted to talk to you today about just some technology things that uh, we as missionaries use. Uh, currently, we're talking to you on a, a Vonage telephone. Tell, tell us a little bit about how um, the voice over IP phones work and how that is helpful for missionaries. Well, I've, I, they they work just simply by, for Vonage at least, plugging in a box into your into your internet connection, and you have to have a high speed connection, and uh, and from there it's just a telephone, um, and that's what that's what my wife really likes. She can pick up a telephone and call people, and so and they can call her and she can answer a telephone. And it works normal. Um, there's lots of voice over IP stuff that's out there. But uh, Vonage is one. There's also Magic Jack, which is a rather new one. That, that That is pretty simple. You just plug a USB thing into your computer. There's Skype. There's lots of them out there to use. Um, but, you know, my wife likes the, likes the telephone interface. Just pick up a telephone and dial it. So that's what we use. Has uh, this been a change for you when you went to the field? Have you always had a, a telephone like this, or is this something new for you, and has it been a help to you keeping track of people back home and just being able to talk? Um, it, it, it is. It was new. Uh, we've had it for several years now, but when we first came to the field, uh, we didn't have one, and my, my, mom's, or my wife's mom would call, and it was costing her an arm and a leg, and so, really, honestly, I almost did it for my wife's mom so that she wouldn't have to pay such a large phone bill. Uh, but it has been tremendous help for us in keeping in touch. Uh, when I need, especially when it comes time to furlough, uh, getting close to furlough, I can call pastors and start booking meetings right here from from this from Peru, uh, and it makes it tremendously easier. And and just keeping up with people in the states is a lot easier that way. As we talk about communications type devices, obviously telephones are helpful. And then email, uh, we we send out email newsletters. You do your newsletter a little differently than I do, and I wanted to ask you some of your philosophy uh, because I have a I have a very specific reason why I do mine the way I do, and uh, you do yours differently. So, and you probably don't even know that I, I do this this way. Uh, on on mine, I send out just um, my prayer letters on my mailing list, and you send out your prayer letter and uh, sometimes updates. For example, recently uh, your wife had to go back to the States uh, for, for a family situation. What's your philosophy there in, in giving out the extra information? And I'll tell you mine in just a second. I want to hear yours first. <laughs> right, right. The, uh, the extra information I, I find very helpful because I can send out a short one little paragraph, just a short little blip, and I find a lot more people respond to that as opposed to my my prayer letter. I send out my prayer letter, and I almost never get a reply to my prayer letter. But when I send out just a little a little piece of information, um, especially if it's something more, I don't want to say drastic, but it's a it's a big piece of news, um, I get more response for those those type of short little pieces of information and it lets me know that people are reading them um, and also I like to I, I find people you know like I said people are more willing to read just a little short thing I, I'm not saying they don't read my prayer letters but I don't know that they do 
and we get a lot, lot more feedback for just little short updates. And then, my, actually, my prayer letter is nothing more than a uh, I take and, and put all those little short updates into one big letter, and that's basically my prayer letter. That's uh, helpful. I, I know I have my website, and I put up I put my updates on my website as opposed to mailing them off. And so then I end up going back to my website and figuring out what it what it is I've talked about the last last few weeks and on the website, and then uh, put that out together as my prayer letter. Uh, what I right. do is on my mailing list, my email mailing list like that, I reserve it just for my prayer letter. And the reason for that is. I'm concerned about overwhelming the people that get the get the information. I know theoretically these are people that are praying for us and that would want to know any any big thing that comes up. And and I guess I have on occasion when there has been something very major uh, that has happened. I have mentioned I have sent out a blast on my uh, email prayer letter list there that way but for the most part i reserve those shorter smaller updates for my website so that people that want the information can go to the website and i'm just i'm always concerned about the balance of how much information does people do people want to know and how much is too much um i i think one of the things that i don't get is the feedback and and you're saying you do get feedback. People do let you know uh, about those shorter emails. What? Yeah, I, I I do get a lot more feedback. I also on my website I try and divide it, although it's kind of gotten confused. When when you go to my website and actually sign up for my my emails, you can choose just my prayer letter or my prayer letter and updates. And so so if you don't want to be inundated with a a bunch of emails. Um, then you can just sign up for my my prayer letter and and that will only get you the prayer letter. Okay. So hey. you know I, I try and divide that too because I know some people don't want to be. I, I know my email box. I have I recently I've been unsubscribing to lots of stuff because I'm just overwhelmed with it. Right. And I, th- I think most people are getting overwhelmed with email. On the other hand, the emails from the missionaries that they're praying for, I think, would be information that they would want. I, I think certainly sending out an email every day would be too much, but really a couple of times a month, just a short update is not too much for, for many people. Uh, one of the things right. that I wanted to ask the listeners uh, uh, as we talk about this is, listeners, do you have missionaries that you get emails from and you like the way they do it i would be curious uh if you could send an email to shane and i at david at missionarytalks.com and i would share this information just to just to see how you want to uh, interact with the missionaries again i have the website i i try to keep my website updated uh you do as well shane but i i've seen a lot of missionaries that have websites but they never update it. Why do you think that is? Well, I, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of missionaries I know, for example, that, that their websites are not as up to date. One one primary reason is they are just not very technological. They're not they're not geeks, I guess, like I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they don't they don't. It's not their thing to keep it updated. It's not. Uh, they they may have a web guy and they might try and send some stuff, but really they kind of lose track because it's not their their interest. That's probably a primary reason. Another reason is is you know they they don't always see that 
people are visiting it they don't they don't realize that it's it's people visit their website and and know what's going on or are keeping up to date with them uh, per se yeah I think um, I think a lot of it is it takes a lot of time to put this together again you and I being the more uh, geeky type people we we like doing this for for our own pleasure whether anybody reads it or not but I think a lot right. of missionaries they they get overwhelmed with how much work it is and then is there any kind of uh, return on that that investment that they're making they're they're putting in time trying to get information out there and they probably never hear from the people i i think it's it's helpful to a missionary if if you're reading a missionary's website and you're seeing what's going on and you're praying for them send them a short email and just let them know hey i got the information from your site i'm praying for you uh, or if they have a blog type format where you can um where you can leave a comment on the post, then then do that, and that lets the missionary know that somebody out there is getting this information and it is beneficial. Uh, because I think it's I think it's unfortunate. I go to many missionaries' websites uh, just trying to get information and see what's going on in their lives, and and their website was last updated two or three years ago, and that's uh, that's too bad. Yeah. Because it is yeah, a great way to get information out there. That is that is a that is a common problem, and like you said, you know, I mean, if somebody just drops an email to me, I, I appreciate it. it. Doesn't even have to be long. If if they just say just just want to let you know we're praying for you, um, they, that's it. I mean, they don't have to send a long email or anything. Just a short little note is always nice uh, to get and let let us know there is feedback. There's somebody somebody out there. Yes, yes. Yeah, I also asked you. Uh, if you could bring a, a resource with you today, something that you could share, maybe a website that uh, you like going to that's helpful to you as a missionary, or uh, particularly for the listeners, uh, something that would help missionary or help those who are praying for missionaries know more about what's going on with missions. Do you have anything like that you'd like to share this morning? Um, for for missionaries specifically, I have one, uh, actually two of them that I use uh, quite a bit. One is Gutenberg. Uh, dot com, I think it's dot com. Uh, they they have a lot of English books and per, specifically older books that are out of print per se. But uh, it makes great English reading, especially for my kids. And so we download them. Uh, whether they read them, I, I can either print them off my laser printer or or something of that effect. And another one is LibriVox, uh, LibriVox dot org. That's L I B R I V O X dot org. Uh, they have some. They have audiobooks that are actually read uh, out loud by by people mostly, and uh, they're a good resource for listening to audiobooks as well. So those are two things that we use for missionaries to help have English literature, English reading in the house. Good. I have a resource, JoshuaProject.net, and that is a place you can go, and it has like an unreached people group of the day, and it tells you a little bit about the group, how you can pray for them. And while it may not connect you with missionaries that are specifically working with that group, if you have a missionary that you're praying for that does work with a certain people group, you can go to the Joshua Project website and find information about that group. So it would be like... um 
just a, a prayer guide on different days. And if you look at the Missionary Talks website, I have a Joshua Project box over on the right-hand column that tells you what the people group of the day is and how you can pray for them. Uh, so those are some resources there. I'll have a link to those three, Joshua Project, LibriVox, and Gutenberg at uh, missionarytalks.com with this missionary chat. And you can uh, get the link there and go to those projects as well. Well, as we uh, wrap up here, Shane, I did. I mentioned that I interviewed you way back at the beginning of Missionary Talks. You were you were actually the very first missionary that I interviewed, though you were the uh, third episode of the show. What has gone on since November of two thousand six that uh, that has changed in your ministry and in your life there? Well, to wrap that up, man, that's tough. We uh, we are we are now living in Cajamarca. And we have started a church. Um, the church is doing very well. We're we're looking actually into starting another work uh, and getting getting more uh, churches started and and actually working our way out of the city um, and going out more into the villages and areas like that, which has been my desire for a long time. Uh, back in 2006, I think I was probably in Lima at that time. I'm trying to remember and. Uh, so, boy, a lot has changed. Um, we're, we feel really comfortable living in Peru. We've we've bought land and we're planning on building a house and just making a life's work here in Peru. And so quite a bit has changed uh, over the past several years. Very good. And uh, how many children do you all have? We have six children. That's probably another thing we've added. Uh, we added one more, I guess, uh, since that time. And uh, Christina was just born here last November. So, well, oh, a year ago, actually. November. Congratulations. Well, very good. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, how the Lord continues to use you in the ministry there. I know you've got uh, several different different types of ministries going, and uh, so that's exciting to see. It's been good talking to you, Shane. I appreciate your time, and we'll, we'll get together uh, somewhat regularly on this missionary chats. Appreciate you All helping right, me out. That sounds great. I appreciate it. As we wrap it up this week, I appreciate the feedback that I've gotten through email, your comments at the website, and through the Missionary Facebook group. If you have any questions for a particular missionary that you'd like me to ask them, one of the missionaries that I've interviewed in the past, you can send me an email to david at missionarytalks.com and I'll contact the missionary and try to get a reply from them. If you have another missionary that you would like me to interview for a regular Missionary Talks episode, then please send me their contact information and I'll see if we can work that out. If you've noticed there was no theme music to the Missionary Chats episode, if you have anything creative that you would like to share, any ideas or any actual sound files that you can think of that we could use for the Missionary Chats theme music, then send that to me and we'll see if we can work out something to get some theme music on here that would be different than the Missionary Talks theme music. Again, thank you for listening. Tell others about MissionaryTalks.com.